What's up, gifted family? Welcome to another episode of the show that is the GP YouTube. Just a reminder that if you support what we do here, make sure to go over to giftedperformance.com and sign up for our automated coaching service. For only a dollar a day, you'll get access to 15 highly customized training programs, a macronutrient calculator, our meal planning feature that lets you build and save meals based on your macros, as well as access to our private Facebook group. All subscriptions help us in continuing to put out great content to get you to your fitness goals. Thanks for stopping by, and without any further delay, let's get into today's video. Enjoy. guys welcome back don't you dare clap we already practiced our clap to another episode of the gift performance podcast a new series that we're starting julie our first guest on this series no pressure whatsoever calling it the athlete diary series where we bring on a coach we bring on their athlete and we talk about all things competition prep so this would be a bodybuilding this would be a powerlifting thing maybe some weightlifting some crossfit in the future but for now we're going with a bikini prep cameron the mastermind behind the prep is here cameron say hello to the people howdy how you doing and a new face a beautiful new face to the podcast miss julie welcome how are you anything you'd like to say to the people before we get started just hi <laughs> she's happy to be here if you guys couldn't tell all right, so today in episode one of this, because Julie is currently going through a contest prep as we speak, we're going to talk through kind of her past competition history or her past prep history, and then we're going to move along into kind of an off-season that she took with Cam, moving into her current competition prep, and then later down the line, we're going to talk about maybe how that competition prep went, and then future plans from there. So... Julie, just give me a little bit of a, a background about yourself, your your previous competitive prep history, maybe about how you got into lifting weights, how you got into kind of healthy eating, stuff like that. What was your first experience with bodybuilding? So I really had no idea what I was doing when I first like thought about competing, like never really referenced any pictures. So um, it was kind of a new thing for me. I like I worked out a lot in high school, but didn't know how to properly work out like I was kind of that idiot that was just running around the gym picking up random things and I was like cool now I'm tired so I guess I did it right so then I just do whatever like didn't follow any nutrition um so when I found my first coach it was like probably the first name that showed up on google search and I was like okay cool and then signed on with him and then kind of got started with him for a while after that before switching over to cam Right on. So when you were working with your old coach, kind of maybe take me through kind of the process of where he started you in terms of training, in terms of nutrition, and then we'll kind of work our way transitioning over to starting to work with Cam. So where did you start in terms of what did your lifting look like? How many days a week? What style of lifting? And then kind of what nutrition you were you were stacking on top of that? So he had me training uh, six days a week. Sundays were my off day. Um, Nutrition-wise, he had me on a pretty strict meal plan from the get-go. So I was eating, like, maybe four different types of food a day. I Like, it was six small meals. And then he had me incorporating 20 minutes of cardio 
every day before my workouts. Cool. Um, so, and then your, for your resistance training, what was the split there? Was it like a upper lower legs? Was it one body part per day? What kind of training were you? It was essentially one body part per day. So like, I think it was like Mondays or something. I'd focus more on triceps and like, it was literally split down to like a single muscle group a day. Yeah. Which isn't uncommon. So kind of put yourself back in that mindset of first getting started when you kind of didn't know any better, because a lot of us, when we first get started, we don't know any better. The first coach that we work with, we think they're the smartest person in the world. They know everything. This is the way it's done. How did you feel about your experience then? Were you enjoying it? Was it something that you were having fun with? He was really charismatic. So he made it seem like it was a lot of fun. And for me, it was something new. And I mean, I was a lot more active. So at first, yeah, I was pretty happy and I wasn't used to eating like so regularly, like before that I'd be able to get away eating a whole bag of goldfish and some jerky and then go like a couple days barely eating anything. And then, you know, like just a really, a really weird way of eating, but I just, I mean, I didn't really care. So for me, I felt like I was eating a lot more and lifting. And at first my physique, like it looked pretty good. So I was, I was happy with it, but so yeah, beginning, it was a lot of fun for me. Cool. Yeah. So at this point, I think we can kind of like, we can get maybe an old picture of you and then a transformation of, of working with your old coach. And then we can continue to stack on the transformations going from there. Um, but you, so you were working with that coach, you were enjoying it because you didn't know much better at the time. Your physique was transforming. How far into your resistance training and working with this coach did you si- decide to pull the trigger on a contest prep? Um, what do you mean pull the trigger on a contest prep? Like start a so prep? Like, yeah, so you started working with that coach. Were you working with him for a couple months and then you decided to start a prep or was it like right away you just jumped right into it? So at this point, I still don't know how it actually happened. Like I didn't even realize, but I guess we were prepping from the start and it, he was kind of just eyeballing it. And every time I'd have to go in for posing, he just take a look at me and then kind of call it just let like tell me that I was just supposed to stick with whatever meal plan I had like it would be broken down into four week plans so he wouldn't change anything until that four week phase was over um so I had like maybe one check like one regular check in a month and then for posing practice he'd look at me and be like okay yeah like we're still gonna keep practice posing um but we never really decided on a show until maybe like 10 weeks out of my show. And then he was like, okay, yeah, you're going to do this and this. I was like, okay. Just to put, uh, I guess, a time frame on here so everyone can kind of get a more clear picture. When did you start with the old coach? In September. Of 2018. 2018, yeah. Okay. So you were 10 weeks out or you... You, all of a sudden you found out you were 10 weeks out yeah what, what were some of the changes that went into the protocol when coach said all right it's time rubber's gonna hit the road it's time to actually start getting ready for contest prep so the diet changed my initial like source of fats got cut out completely because he said well i just want you it'll just help you lose weight faster and i was like all right cool that was a lot of fun. Um, cardio went from 20 minutes a day to almost two hours a day with a 20 pound weight vest, six days a week. And um, 
it was just a lot more intense from the get-go. Like, he just kind of hit the floor. We hit the ground running. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, go ahead, Cam. This was a show that was planned, I believe, around, it was supposed to happen around March, mid into March, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was March okay. 16th, and then the other one was March 26th. So this was kind of the end of the year. So this was a diet that you were going to hold through things like Thanksgiving, things like Christmas, things like New Year's. You were going to hold the diet all the way through all of that. Mm-hmm. So when you got those changes to your diet, being relatively new kind of to the industry, were there any kind of second thoughts there where you're like, oh, this doesn't really sound right? Not really, only because I still wasn't I mean up to like I wasn't informed on nutrition that well so for me I was like oh okay like this I guess this is normal like everyone told me this is gonna hurt I mean this friggin hurts so I guess I'm doing it right but no I mean I'm also like a little OCD so if you tell me to do something like I'm gonna do it like if I have to hit a certain number like I'll hit that number yeah but I bit the bullet a lot you did and then you just kept chewing on it yeah, just really chewing on it. That ended up eating the bullet because I was really hungry. <laughs> Whenever uh, he made that change at 10 weeks out, was that the same meal plan that you finished everything at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember towards the end of it when we started together, I think your food was around like eight or 900 calories a day and your fats were just trace fats from chicken. Yeah. And I believe... And how, how far out did you end up losing your menstrual cycle again? Um, maybe we started in September. So it was around October, November. So like, like five, 20 weeks out pretty much. Yeah. And based yeah. on pictures, she looked, she looked like she was at like within striking range, like a four to six week out point around like January yeah okay so when those changes went in how long did you kind of make it on those changes how how far did you go with that meal plan and that that cardio regimen um about I mean I was able to do it until a week out of my first show okay so that was was that three months yeah it was around March so like 15th ish i believe whenever everything was pulled and she contacted me yeah so round of applause for making it that far it <laughs> wasn't a good plan it was poorly written but the intestinal fortitude not. and the, <laughs> the mental strength that it took to get through all of that is is nothing to to scoff at but kind of what was what was the outcome of the end of that take us through kind of how that situation ended and then we'll transition into working with cam uh, so it kind of ended on, I think it was, a, I was in the middle of doing cardio. I was on the Stairmaster and I had to wear this 20 pound weight vest. And at that point I was exhausted. And so I collapsed on the Stairmaster and ended up having to go to the hospital for malnutrition and overexhaustion. So after that, I kind of just called it quits. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I literally thought I was going to die. So, um, and I hadn't heard from him either from like a week out of my show or anything like nothing until a couple days past or no, it was like, three days before my show. 
And then he just, he checked in on me and was just like, hey, so how's everything looking? I was like, well, tried to contact you a week ago. Kind of, kind of fell. Didn't really work out that great. So yeah, just like turned on. I was pretty pissed when I picked her up. Like it was taking about every ounce in me not to contact the guy and be like, yo, are you serious? Like you, you're, you're coaching people and you just put someone through this. Like she had to move back in with her mom just to go through daily life and stuff yeah yeah and the even scarier fact there i mean it's terrible that julie had to go through that but i mean how many other clients does this guy have how many people is he passing this exact protocol out to there were a couple girls we actually compared our meal plans and there was a lady i mean she worked as like she was a stay i think she was a stay-at-home mom like she worked from home like not that much extra activity outside of what she was supposed to do. And she was a lot shorter than me. Like she was like five, three or five, four. And she had the exact same meal plan as me, like same cardio, everything. And then me, I'm five, 10, five, 11. Like I was coaching like group fitness outside of all of this. So I was a lot more active on top of that, but we were eating the exact same thing. You weighed like what, like 30 more pounds than her or something like that. I'm sure. Uh huh. And the, the scary thing, too, and thank God, is that he was coaching you as a natural athlete <laughs> and there yeah. weren't drugs involved because there's, there's no telling. <laughs> All right. So we got through that. We had our, our falling out with the Stairmaster, we'll call it. Um, <laughs> and now we're transitioning over. So how did you and Cam first meet? Did, did Cam just slide into the DMs? Was it the other way around? Did you guys meet on Tinder? What was this? <laughs> um, how did we first meet? You uh, you you were going to body this. It was oh like, yeah, so it was through Kyle Borster actually, because I was friends with him in Savannah, and she knew my coach, like my old coach, and kind of saw like what was exactly going on like even in school i had to do this internship for a week at their personal uh training facility and i could not even stand up unless i actually had to go do something like unless it was like for cardio or like for training like i was stuck in a corner next to a space heater because i was just cold and tired and everything hurt and just you know crying over my quinoa like totally yeah. casual but um, okay. so they saw that and then Savannah immediately told me she's like you need to talk to Cam Captain Cam here to save the day yeah. you're a good guy Cam you know that I raised you right <laughs> so then alright so started there um, what was the next step so Cam got a hold of kind of your information he saw what you were doing in terms of dieting um in terms of cardio all the, the the fuckery that was going on cam what was kind of your thought process and what were kind of the first steps that you wanted to go through to to make this situation right well when she first contacted me um just based off of pictures i immediately knew like okay th there's some form of malnourishment going on here um you know, th there's no way that her, her hormones are in a good steady place with, you know, the amount of body fat that she didn't have on her body um, and the overexertion and, you know, stress built up all the activity that he had her doing. 
everything like that. I knew her mental state, like the relationship with food wasn't good. It, it was pretty much like we had to rescue everything. Um, and so immediately I knew she had been on a meal plan for God knows how long eating 800, 900 calories a day for the last two and a half months. Um, at that point with knowing, you know, where her hunger was, I just decided to go in straight to a recovery diet. And my first initial thing was cool. Let's get some body fat back on her. Let's get her eating more. Let's get her calories down. We're probably going to put on some weight, but right now I, I don't really care. My main thing is her health over her actual physical physique right now. And so, uh, I pulled her up near maintenance, probably around, probably, I'm sure it was like just a five or 10% deficit, um, of an estimated maintenance for her. Um, based off of a 14 times body weight, um, which in return wasn't really a maintenance or a deficit for her, it was a surplus, so weight came up. Um, I remember we brought her cardio down um, and pretty much started teaching her how to track macros, starting to understand like, you know, you can have freedom here, let's try and have fun and realize that, you know, food doesn't make things fun and good and, and try and get out of that just mental obsession with food that just comes from long periods of deep diets. Um, and from there really just kind of just try to get everything in a, a better and healthier spot, honestly. Julie, on your end, were there any kind of struggles? Cause you're really making a big transition from one style of dieting to another. Mm -hmm. You're very restrictive. It's a meal plan. It's low calories. Was there anything in kind of like in, from your standpoint that was, that was hard for you to kind of wrap your head around? The, it was a huge thing when Cam was telling me that I didn't have to eat like just strictly bro foods. Cause my last coach, like I was eating, it was just vegetable, like zucchini, quinoa and chicken and then like for breakfast i'd have like a slice of ezekiel bread and call it a day so i was eating four different things every single day every meal for months and then so grocery shopping for the first time without like going straight to like picking up like those four different things like i had a mental breakdown in the bread aisle like i, re I remember this like i started crying and i called my mom and i was like i have no idea what to do and she's like what's going on and i was like there's a lot of different kinds of breads and I don't know what I'm supposed to get. Like it was a lot to take in. So it was, it was a big learning curve for me and especially tracking macros and stuff, because especially when Cam started upping my food more, I was still eating a bunch of vegetables. So I remember texting him like a couple times at night or something. I'd be like, I'm on my fifth bowl of this freaking stir fry. And like, it, I would eat myself sick because I thought that I still had to eat like cleaner foods and stuff yeah you could definitely tell because I, I just pulled up numbers now and within four weeks of starting together and just bumping food up we started when she was at 135 pounds on a 511 frame and we got her food up to from 800 calories to about 1950 within five weeks and luckily during that duration and post diet she was only up 10 pounds and cardio was back down to pretty much baseline activity levels um now she always would 
at first too like way more cardio than i would have prescribed so each week coming out of the diet i was just chopping things in half her her cardio and so i think that second week i I had her probably around like 1500 calories of cardio and would go and look at her sheet for check-ins and she had done like four thousand for the week and i was like this was not an accident (laughs) you gotta stop and uh she ended up she did stop um with all that she got her food way up but yeah I even remember having to not just give her her macros but give her a layout of macros that I need her to hit per meal so by the end of the day she wasn't like force feeding to the point where she was almost sick because she just wasn't used to eating uh I guess less restrictive foods and like her her mindset I think was just more tied around that so she wouldn't go towards calorically dense things Mm -hmm. and So we had to kind of get her to a place where she understood, like, I can eat this. Like, I don't have to do that much cardio. And after getting her food up by about a 1,000 calories over five weeks, and she was only up 10 pounds from, that was probably even just, like, some binging and initial weight gain that we had to put on. Um, She was doing really well. I had a really good binge. But, Julie, so it might have been – adding in the extra cardio, but kind of walk me through some of your bigger challenges in the early days. Were you struggling with pulling the cardio back? Were you struggling with numbers that you saw on the scale? Were you struggling trying to introduce new foods? What were what were some kind of some of the obstacles you saw in the early days? It was definitely all of the above. Like it was a completely different thing that I had to learn. Like, and it was a different concept for me because it was mainly like trying to swallow my pride over the fact that I had worked my ass off for so long just to drop a show like a week out. But um, so it was that tied into the fact that like mentally I was just not there at all. Like I was just stressing over everything and like body weight because my last coach never had me weigh myself. Like he just strictly went off of pictures and was like, okay, yeah, you look good or meh, we can work on this and we'll just call it. So with Cam, like I had to weigh myself every day and then just seeing like those numbers definitely freaked me out because I just got really obsessed over the scale and then pulling back cardio I thought he was out of his mind when he was just like yeah so we're gonna like cut it in half and I was like uh yeah freaking right I'm gonna get fat so no so that was a big thing and then just incorporating different foods um so like I had a couple friends help me like figure out how to make a normal meal because that was another thing is I just completely forgot how to eat like a normal human. So I remember there was one day like I made pasta with green beans and like ground turkey and I thought it looked like a gourmet meal and it just looked like the biggest hot mess and I was like I did it but none of this works together. But, so your cooking your cooking skills have improved since working with Cam. I like to think that they have. Yeah. Cam, you got to bump your rates up. Your <laughs> clients are also learning how to cook. Making chefs out here. <laughs> All right. So let's kind of transition over now into the off season. Like we're full blown off season. We've, re- we've moved away from the recovery diet. We're up about 10 pounds. Feeling a lot better. I'm sure sleep is better. I'm sure training is better. Food focus is down. Um, how long of an off season did you guys take? And Cam, you walk us through the numbers on that one. What did the off season look like? What was the plan going into it? So I just kind of discussed like the recovery diet and stuff that we started out with. 
Um, but the whole overall improvement season that she did take um, was about 25 weeks long. So it took us from around March to September-ish. Uh, we started at 135 pounds. Um, she was consuming about 800 to 900 calories, which he had her eating about 120 minutes of cardio a day, 12,000 steps per day. Um, as we started bumping food up, um, by the end of things, we ended her improvement season at 167 pounds. Um, her ending food was around 2,300 calories with no cardio, just baseline steps because she was living in Atlanta. She worked at a barber shop where I knew she was walking to work every day. Um, she was a dog, all kinds of stuff where I knew activity was going to be up enough. Um, and I remember within seven weeks of us bringing her out of that horrid diet, she ended up getting her menstrual cycle back, which had been gone for six months at that time, seven months, something like that. Um, so that was that was super neat. Um, and I remember being really excited because I had just started coaching pretty much at that point. And I knew kind of, you know, some scares with that and the female athlete triad and a bunch of stuff like that. And I remember she was the first female that I brought out of a diet and recovered to that point. And I was super stoked on it. And I remember her being pretty happy about it, too. Um, her strength did some really cool stuff over the improvement season as well uh, at the start of things. Uh, she she did about three sets of 10 to 8 reps with about three in reserve um, with 55 pounds on bench press. So that was an estimated one rep max of about 85 to 90 pounds with a body weight of around 140 to 150. Um, and when she finished uh, and was at the top of her off season, she uh, finished with a bench of three sets of eight to six reps at one in reserve with 155 pounds. So estimated one rep bench max was somewhere around 200 to 205. So that was about, you know, what, 200 minus 85. So like 100 and what? Around 115-120% yeah. pound improvement. Yeah, and that's just estimations off of 8 to 6 rep and, you know, a 10 to 8 rep range. But, yeah, her, her estimated 1 rep max for bench went up 115 pounds. And squat, we saw some really cool numbers, too. She started out with 3 sets, 10 to 8 reps at 3 in reserve at 95 pounds. Came to an estimated 1 rep max of around 145 to 150 uh, top of the off season, she uh, was performing four sets of eight to six reps at zero to one in reserve with 185 pounds. So that was a one rep max of around 225. So she gained 80 pounds to her estimated one rep squat max and 115 to her bench. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas, you better watch out. Gifted has a new powerlifting coach, and he goes by the name of Cameron. Julie, if your arms weren't twelve feet long, you'd be a, you'd be a pretty damn good powerlifter. You might yeah, have a future. Long as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so things are really improving at this point. We're we're taking off. Strength is increasing in kind of that six to ten ish repetition range. So we know we're adding a good amount of muscle. The weight's going up nicely. At this point, kind of life has returned back to normal. I'm sure for you, Julie. 
take me through what was what was your focus in the offseason? You as an athlete, what did you want to improve? Did you want to grow your legs? Did you want to grow your delts? Was that a little bit of everything? What was what did you want to get out of it? It was a little bit of everything. Like I just wanted to find a new normal for me, like outside of training too. Like, you know, like finding a way to like just get back to feeling good and like being able to work productively, still like enjoy training and have a good relationship with food. But when it came to actually training, um, my main focus was just to work on my legs and my delts for sure. Because just looking back on pictures like that, I had first like initially sent Cam, like I was skin and bones. Like there was no muscle at all, like just little lines, but I mean, that was it. So I definitely knew that I wanted to grow, but I mean, Cam kind of took the reins on that and just told me like, we're going to focus on this, this, and this. And so I kind of just did what he told me to do. Cause at that point I had a lot of trust in him. So you had a man with a plan. So what were kind of some of your biggest successes you think of, of your off season period? Was it reducing the food focus? Was it the PRs? What would you say was your biggest success? What are you most proud of? Uh, reducing the food focus for sure. Um, that was a huge thing for me and those beers are pretty cool too so I was pretty happy about that it was a lot yeah. of fun yeah Cam and Julie you could answer this too if you want I'm, I'm just wondering are there any kind of like challenges or obstacles did you guys butt heads at any point in your in working together as a team on this other than the I'm gonna do cardio and you're gonna like it Cam <laughs> what else did you guys kind of run into I'll be honest Julie's a super solid client like the type of athlete where i do check-ins and look at her picture or not pictures her like macros that she's hit for the week she's in the off season nailing stuff to a gram or within three grams like what i want and push contest prep athletes to hit because some aren't even that close and she she would be the type like she said, if you tell her to do it, like she's going to do it. She's super solid. She died before, you know, things really went hectic. Um, and yeah, she, she would be the type where I would tell, you know, like, Hey, like I want you to take an untracked day. Like I, I want you to go out to eat and have this. Like I, I need you to learn to be, you know, relaxed here too. And, and just because she was so just OCD, like and on point and money with everything. Um, She's been solid to coach, super easy, um, and the progress she's made has just been mind-blowing to me. All right, that was cute and all, but uh, Julie, tell us the truth. Why, why do you hate Cam? What's What grinds your gears about Cam? No. Um, there were a couple times that... Um, like I just get frustrated because peak off-season, like, I felt like a full-blown marshmallow, and then... <laughs> I'd be like, okay, so I weigh like 160 today, and immediately Cam would probably text me back and be like, great, I just upped your fats by like another 15. No, not really, but like he'd be like, okay, so we up fats by this and up carbs, and I was like, dude, I literally like I am a giant puffball right now. <laughs> but um, no, I mean we didn't really butt heads too much. It, it, he just told me what to do. I did it. Like he was really consistent with his check-ins and was always like rooting me on. So I mean we got along really well. Yeah. Uh, did you pay what? Did you pay her twenty dollars? You said fifty dollars to say these things. <laughs> oh, <I did. laughs> 
All right, so that kind of takes us through the offseason. So we will save current contest prep, actual contest, how did it go, things like that for the next episode, and then we'll we'll kind of outro everything. But let's finish off. What, Cam? What? We still had the rest of her offseason, the little mini diet. We had like a mini diet in there and then did another little gain phase and then started prep. See, Cam doesn't Cam doesn't leave me these notes. Cam doesn't leave me these notes. All right. So, all right. So we're we're getting into the thick of the off season, talking mini cuts now. Cam, what do you got? Let the people know. Yeah. So she was talking about how she was getting a little uncomfortable with the weight gain and stuff like that. And realistically, yeah, we kind of were in a spot where weight gain and softness was at like a peak of where I would like to see it maybe a little bit over but it was just due to the fact that she came out of that brutal diet and I didn't really care how much fat was put on at first I just need to get her food up and get her relationship with food better or it would have ended up being even worse um so we knew that she wanted to end up actually doing a show um this year so 2020 or 2020 and I wanted to have her in a little bit better of a spot when we started prep so around September, what we did was a little seven-week mini-cut. Um, she lost about 11 pounds. Uh, her food at that point, after we finished the off-season, around 2,300 calories. Um, and we started her out with just 500 calories of cardio. After seven weeks, um, yeah, she went from 167 to 156. Uh, she ended at about 1,600 calories a day, Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, she was around 2,100 calories a day. Um, and then we actually reverse dieted and maintained some uh, following the diet, and that ended up going super well. But uh, before I go into that, I guess I'll leave the floor open if you want to ask Julie anything about the reverse diet and stuff like that. Julie, how, how did you feel about that that mini diet? Did you, you like the results? You were feeling less like the Michelin woman? Yeah, I definitely liked it because I was like, okay, so so there is something under all this fluff because at the peak off season, I was just there and I was like, okay, now what? (laughs) (laughs) But no, so I was definitely a big fan of it and it just, it felt good to like get moving again and then seeing like progression in a different way because off season, like I was just growing, 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 but then we were like pulling back a little bit and it it was really cool to see those results and it, it was fun. Yeah. yeah, was there kind of was there kind of like an aha moment baked in there where you were like, "Wow, this is a lot different than my last diet, and I'm still making progress." Did you kind of have that moment there? Yeah, because I was still able to eat pancakes throughout that diet too. Pancakes. Party. I can. She. Uh, we finished the diet at around ten thousand steps per day. With her, her baseline's around seven to eight thousand anyway, so it's not a whole lot extra. And then cardio got up to 3,000 calories a week for those last couple weeks uh, before we ended it. But I remember relative to what she had been doing, that was way less. And she was up by about 20 pounds from where she finished her last contest prep. And she was near the same body fat or maybe within like 10, 5 pounds away from where she was then. Is that with or without weight vest? (laughs) No. no weight vest just the weight of cam holding her back <laughs> hey man that's what he's gonna say that's what he wants hey, to say hey, be nice. 
All right, man. Let's talk. Let's talk reverse diet now. So we're we're exiting the mini diet, the mini cut. What was the strategy or what was the plan for the reverse diet? Yeah. So with the reverse diet and stuff, I really liked where her look was. It was in a spot where you know, if we were to start a, a contest prep right now based off of your look, it'd be a perfect spot. It was a little bit ahead, but um, you know, it wasn't anything where we had to really just crush ass over the course of that diet um, to what to crush to, ass is a great yeah. saying i'm gonna start using that in my life i'm gonna go out there today and i'm gonna really crush ass <laughs> yeah, so we were in a good spot um then and so i wanted to just reverse diet her from there practice coming out of a diet with her and seeing how high we could get her food up how low we could get her cardio while trying to maintain the same weight and she actually responded really really well to the reverse diet and maintenance phase uh, it was about 12 weeks long, went from November to about January 25th. Um, the first five weeks, she dropped from 156 down to 151. So we were already down five pounds. Food was up maybe 10 to 12% at that point. I was cutting cardio in half week by week. Um, and then by the end of the 12 weeks, uh, we had brought her food up a total of 30%, which took her food from 1500 calories a day to about 2300 calories a day um so i think like 600 something calories a day probably like 42 to 4300 a week um and she finished that reverse diet maintenance phase three pounds lighter than where we started it at and her food was about 600 700 calories higher per day so it was super neat to be able to get that food plenty high to start a contest prep and then, uh, you know, be able just to actually be lighter and leaner um, and performance still increase over that duration. And it put us in a perfect spot for a contest prep. And here we are. Now we're going to start the contest prep. Can a guy can a guy outro now, Cam? Can I outro? Do I have your permission? Uh, let me check. Okay. Um, yeah, permission. Can you say please? Please and thank you. Yes, you're you're very welcome to do that. All right, we are cleared for outro takeoff. All right, so kind of it's going to require you to harken back to some higher calorie times. But when you were in the peak of your off season, what's the favorite off season meal? Cook me the favorite off season meal. I need an appetizer, an entree. And a finisher. Oh, plain and simple. It was just pancakes. Okay, so we're starting with pancakes. In the middle, we're going pancakes. We're finishing with pancakes. There was a week where I ate pancakes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So yeah. Are we talking Kodiak cakes? Or are we talking real pancakes? Krusties. Krusties. Krusties is pretty good. Krusties is solid. They are. Good. I'll tell you what. Their 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 muffins aren't great though. Have you had the Krusties blueberry muffins? Uh-uh, I just wanted the pancakes. I don't care about a Perfect. muffin. The right, match. Yeah, yeah, don't go for the muffins. All right, Cameron, the ass crusher cheek. What's your favorite off-season meal? Uh, dude, well, I eat pretty much the same stuff prep and off-season outside of just subbing out, like, Pop-Tarts and shit like that. They're high calories. But if I'm going for an off-season meal, that shit's not tracked. I'm getting cheesecake, like, like my go-to is cheesecake factory start out eat all the brown bread because the white bread is way too crusty and hurts the top of my mouth the brown <laughs> bread um 
crush that while you're waiting on the calamari to come in. Skip the entree and get cheesecake. You're a man. What a man. What a man. And my favorite off-season meal is anything that my beloved Jimbo cooks me. I got you. You made an appearance. I know. That's how you... Let's take notes, Cam. Happy, happy, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. All right. And that's going to finish us up for the day. We will be back with part two and possibly a part three. What a cliffhanger. Cam, anything you want to leave the people with? Uh, just that right now she's sitting at 10 weeks out or about nine and a half from the show if it goes on due to Corona. Spoiler alert. How's that a spoiler, man? <laughs> part two. Uh, we'll be back in probably about four, four or five weeks when she's sitting around four to five weeks out and we'll go over what she's currently been doing for her contest prep um, and where she is there and some pictures and stuff to go along with it. Julie, you're a doll. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for putting up with us. Everybody else, thanks for watching. As always, like, subscribe, comment below with any questions you might have for myself, Cam, or Julie. And as always, stay gifted.